You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 30th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Happy to be back with you here for a regular episode on a Tuesday as the Orlando Magic gets set to be back in action, finally. Playing against the Houston Rockets, a big game, obviously, against one of the best teams in the entire NBA. I'll have a complete look at that game coming up in just a bit, and then I'm going to talk about one of Houston's favorite sons, Jonathan Simmons, and how he is looking to find his second wind to this season. But before we get going, I want to remind everyone that it is Super Bowl week, and if you haven't already, you can check out the great podcast on the Locked On NFL Podcast Network and get up to speed on everything that's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots with Locked On Eagles and Locked On Patriots. Just like there is a Locked On podcast covering the ins and outs every day of the Orlando Magic, there's a Locked On podcast covering the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots to get you set for the Super Bowl this Sunday. Also, on the Locked On NBA podcast network, complete reaction to the big deal that happened in the NBA On Monday, Blake Griffin going from the LA Clippers to the Detroit Pistons. Get the local perspective from the guys who know their teams in and out. Check out Locked On Pistons as well as Locked On Clippers. Both shows do a great job covering their teams, just like I hope I do a good job covering my team, the Orlando Magic here on Locked On Magic. So be sure to check those out. You can find them all on iTunes. Just search for Locked On And the team you're looking for, so in this case, Locked On Pistons, Locked On Clippers, Locked On Patriots, Locked On Eagles. Just search for the team that you're looking for on iTunes and you'll find a daily podcast just like this one to help get you day-to-day on the biggest news around the, the, the country and around the sports world from local perspectives just like this one. Of course, the Orlando Magic are on the road right now. They'll take on the Houston Rockets in a Tuesday night affair. Uh, 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 Going to be an interesting battle, a tough battle for sure for the Orlando Magic. They could be without several key players. Evan Fournier tweaked an ankle. He went through practice Monday. He looks like he'll be good to go. Aaron Gordon uh, appeared to, to do something to his hip late in Saturday's loss to the Indiana Pacers. He may not play for the Magic on Tuesday Obviously, a big loss in a game where it is all hands on deck. Get as much offense in as you can because Houston is going to challenge you defensively in every single way possible. Now, Houston could be without some key players themselves. Trevor Ariza will certainly be out on Tuesday's game. He's got he's dealing with an injury there. Chris Paul is also questionable. He may not play, but this is still the Houston Rockets we're talking about. This is still James Harden we're talking about. This is still a team that is not afraid to let fly from beyond the arc and is not afraid to uh, just to just to dominate teams on the offensive end just with the pressure that they put on you on that end. Orlando lost to Houston, I think it was by 17, 18 points in Orlando uh, at the beginning of January. Um, obviously, the Magic have changed a lot since then. They're playing a lot better um, since then, but are they playing well enough to beat the Rockets? Well, they played well enough to beat the Celtics, so I guess that's something. But this Houston team is a much more difficult challenge, especially for a Magic team that's still struggling a little bit on the defensive end. The numbers really say it all. Houston is second in the league in offensive rating behind only Golden State at 112.3 points per 100 possessions. They are a top 
they are a top 10 defense, giving up 104.8 points per 100 possession. The defensive side, they've got the second best net rating in the league at 7.4 points per 100 possessions. Houston plays a similar pace to Orlando as far as possessions, 101.1. Orlando's at 101.2. Uh, but obviously, just the, the massive amount of, of efficiency. They are a, a great shooting team. They're the better defensive team than people give them credit for. Um, and they're going to let fly from beyond the arc, and they're going to make a good chunk of threes. I think Orlando did a good job defending the three-point line in the first matchup between these two teams, but obviously not enough in the paint. I gave up a lot of points in the paint, and thing you got to do with Houston, eliminate the point paint, the paint points, eliminate the foul shots, and if you do that, you've got a real good chance to, to maybe corral and keep them under control, but obviously a very difficult matchup for any team especially for the Orlando Magic. Just a just a difficult, 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 difficult matchup for them. Uh, and Orlando's going to have their work cut out for them, especially with the injuries that they continue to face and the injuries that, that, that they're facing. Uh, but as I've said again and again and again, at this juncture of the season, it is less important what the opponent does and more important what the Magic do. Right now, you want to see the Magic continue to play with the effort and energy that they've been playing with for much of the last week, except for that Sacramento game. Orlando has played really well. Except for, I mean, except for the Sacramento game and the second half against Indiana. Orlando has played really well. And even the second half against Indiana, Orlando had some good moments and, and did a good job fighting back to give themselves a chance to tie that game up at the end and win the game at the end. Uh, but obviously, Orlando still has a long, long way to go. Um, you know, no one's expecting Orlando to go to, to to win in Houston. I think I saw the spread was 13 points. That is a big spread. You don't see spreads that big typically. Uh, and so the Magic will certainly have their work cut out for for them. They will certainly have to uh, have to, you know, be a, just be a, a much better team than what they've played of late. Uh, and give themselves a chance to score the victory. So tip-off is at 8 o'clock. It'll be on Fox Sports Florida. We'll have complete coverage of that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic as we get ready for Magic in space, 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 space. That'll be Wednesday's game uh, as the Magic will debut their City Edition jerseys uh, on that day. And, you know, uh, the Magic are back in Houston, and then they have a couple guys who have Houston ties. Wessel Wundus from Houston, a uh, nice article up, uh, a nice article on both these players, actually, in, in the Orlando Sentinel today. Uh, Wes, Wessel Wundu, um, uh, you know, said he's, he always dreamed of playing on the Toyota Center court, went to games four or five times a year. You know, watch guys like Yao Ming, Steve Francis, Katino Mobley, Tracy McGrady. I'm just going to name all the ones that used to play for the Magic. Kelvin Cato. Kelvin Cato, shout out on the podcast today. Um, but uh, 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 the guy that, that I want to talk about today is Jonathan Simmons. Um, Jonathan Simmons, a Houston native, also returning home. And, yeah, he's, you know, knowing Jonathan, you know, knowing Jonathan I, I expected no less than for him to say that, yeah, it's not a big deal to be back in his old stomping grounds. It's not a big deal to, uh, to, to to be playing back home in Houston. But at the same time, uh, it, it is a big deal. I mean, he's, he's, he's playing a, a, a much bigger role than he ever did in San Antonio. While he won't be closing them out and, and eliminating the Rockets from the playoffs like he did last year, Jonathan Simmons is certainly uh, taking his game to a new level, taking his game to a higher level. Uh, he's averaging career highs in almost every 
statistical category, and that's expected because he's playing significantly more minutes per game. He's got a significantly larger role. He's not only playing a larger role, he's not only getting more shots, he's starting. And a key starter at that for the Orlando Magic. But while he's continued to have this career season statistically, continued to have this really strong year, and, and, and for the ups and downs for him, he's, he's had a good year. I, I don't think you can say that he's had a bad year. But certainly as the season's gone on, his play has tailed off, and it's been noticeable. During this recent losing stretch, during the la- at least the last recent losing stretch, there's been a lot of talk of trying to change the lineup or, or, or moving in another direction, and inevitably, eyes have turned to Jonathan Simmons. And I think it's been fair to say to, to, to do that. Um, I, I was one of the people who believed that if the Magic were going to make a lineup change, that it was not for Jonathan Simmons. I think a lot of people at the beginning of the season especially, got overexcited about Jonathan Simmons and what he could be, where I think what we're seeing, you know, maybe the last couple games or the last, you know, month and a half is more in line with what Jonathan Simmons really is. But having said that, I think if you brought Jonathan... I, I still believe this, and, I, and, I, and I'll continue. I, I, I won't push for it because I, I don't think things are necessarily wrong with the team right now, but... I think that Jonathan Simmons works better off the bench. He can put the ball in his hands a little bit more. He can attack the attack the paint a little bit more, be the primary playmaker. Uh, and, and I think that will would help his production a lot. I think that would help help the team out a lot in the long run as well. But that's neither here nor there. The decision has remained to keep him in the starting lineup, where even Coach Frank Vogel has admitted that Simmons, like Terrence Ross before him, has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. A lot of guys in that starting lineup need the ball, whether it's uh, Aaron Gordon or Evan Fournier or Alfred Payton or when he's healthy, Nikola Vucevic. And Simmons is kind of the guy left out. And Simmons, frankly, is not a player who should be playing off the ball very much. He's shooting 31-32% from beyond the arc for the season. But even regardless of all that, and, and, and Frank Vogel also admitted that, uh, admitted in, in, in an article in the Orlando Sentinel today, he admitted that they've probably had to ask Simmons to do more than they originally wanted him to do and probably do a little bit more than he's capable of because of all the injuries. Which again, it's fantastic his role has expanded and it's going to help him out in the long run. But right now, if, if we're looking to get Jonathan Simmons back on track, it's probably not going to matter what role he plays, starter or coming off the bench, because he's, he's had moments where he's really asserted himself in that starting lineup. None of that's going to matter as much, because right now it feels like Simmons has to physically kind of push himself to that next level. And that's something that I think a lot of people didn't really consider. This is a point Frank Vogel brought up maybe a week or two ago when when that when those lineup changes were being considered. Vogel noted that Jonathan Simmons is about to play the most total minutes he's ever played in an NBA career. And of course, 
it, it would make sense to say that is like, yeah, he's playing a significant, significantly larger role for this Magic team than he ever did for the Spurs. But consider this. Simmons has played a total of 1,352 minutes so far this year. That is approximately 40 fewer than he played all of last season. We're just past the midway point of the season. A little bit more now. And Simmons has already nearly eclipsed what was last year his career high in total minutes played. Simmons knows the grind of an 82-game season. He knows physically what it takes to get your body ready every night. But he has not ever played this kind of wear and tear on the year. Where he's asked to play 30 minutes a night. That part is new for him. And that part takes, I think, a physical preparation that you can't always be prepared for especially when you've already got a little bit of a rhythm within the NBA season. That's not something you can always prepare for until you actually go through it. And when you look at Simmons' splits month to month to month, you do see a general decline. And it it's hard not to think that fatigue might have a little bit to do with it. And that's what I mean by Jonathan Simmons has to find his second wind right now because the Magic need him. They need his defensive energy. They need his offensive output, his offensive playmaking. They need him. But he slowly declined as the year's gone on. Take a look at his splits. In October, he averaged 16.7 points per game, 53.3% shooting. November, 12.7 points per game, but still shooting 47.3% from the floor. In December, he averaged 15.8 points per game, so the production's been fine, but shot 43.9% from the floor and 28.1% from beyond the arc. This was when he played the most minutes of any month this so far this season. January's not been much better. 9.5 points per game, 42% shooting, 24% from beyond the arc. The shooting numbers especially, the way they've declined over the course of the season would suggest perhaps some tired legs. Perhaps a guy who's settling a little bit offensively. The Magic need an aggressive Simmons. A Simmons who's attacking the basket, getting to the foul line, setting up his mid-range jumper especially, where, where, where when he's in rhythm, he's pretty solid like he was uh, Tuesday against Sacramento last week. In his last six games, though, where Simmons does seem to be coming back around a little bit. He's averaging 12 points per game, 50.9% shooting from the floor. He's still not shooting great from beyond the arc, sub 30%. But he does seem to be getting a little bit better of an offensive rhythm. Now, he hasn't been able to put it together consistently. Has not scored more. He has not scored more than 10 points in consecutive games since January 1st. Hasn't scored 15 or more points in consecutive games since December 17th. So Simmons still has a ways to go to be the player that the Magic need him to be. We know that he's capable of doing it, though. We know that he has that potential. But, like so many other things, he's learning how to work his way through this NBA season, too. 
especially as a main rotation player. Even last year, he was in and out of the rotation for the Spurs. This year, he's been relied on as a full-time starter for most of the season, playing very heavy minutes. And so fatigue is expected. And I think we're seeing Simmons begin to fight through that fatigue a little bit. It's very possible Simmons is getting ready to, or, you know, some of the some of the indicators would suggest Simmons is getting ready to play at a high level again. Maybe not like he was at the beginning of the season, but certainly become a bigger threat. And the Magic have to do their best to keep him involved on the offensive end. That's important, of course. And it's important, too, for the Magic's future because Jonathan Simmons is probably not going anywhere. And he's obviously someone who can greatly help this team still. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. The Magic will take on the Houston Rockets. 8 o'clock at the Toyota Center. That'll be on Fox Sports Florida or NBA League Pass if you're outside of the Orlando area. And we'll have a complete recap of that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. For that's going to do it for me, though, today. I want to thank everyone again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will catch you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.